Hey everyone, I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. And this is another round with Heaven and Tracy. We have a little bit of a surprise for you today. Eee, I love surprises. So you all were so amazing when we dropped our first episode on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and we wanted to give you a special secret surprise bonus episode. Ah! This is probably what Beyonce was feeling. And that's, you know, she dropped the surprise album. The real motivation is that we wanted to see what Beyonce feels like. Just, just a little bit. So <laughs> We honestly had no plans to do this, but we got so much love and positive feedback yesterday and this whole week. One of you even said you want to nominate us for the Nobel Podcast Prize, which is not a thing, but Maybe I appreciate you. Maybe we should lobby you. to make this a thing <laughs> and give ourselves the first award. Yes. Someone else also said that our podcast in some weed was the was all that was getting them through the day, which oh, same girl, same. My goodness. <laughs> I'm I'm flattered, but also kind of concerned. I mean, it bees like that sometimes though. <laughs> Listen, whoever that was, reach out. Let us help. And most importantly, you love Tracy's jokes. Most importantly, <laughs> I have seen the word hambush. Yes. <laughs> so many times I swore I thought it was going to start trending. I think trending. you guys really thought I was going to stop Tracy from telling these jokes. Like somebody <laughs> can stop me from telling a joke. Listen. Obviously, yeah, Tracy's going to tell these jokes. <laughs> but don't get used to this because we're not going to just drop surprise This episodes. will never happen again. <laughs> Ever. So this episode features the amazing Jasmine Hughes from The ooh, Hairpin. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then next Tuesday, we're back on our regular scheduled programming. We're going to be interviewing the amazing star of Awkward Black Girl, Issa Rae. And our new best friend, we decided. Yes. And of course, check out BuzzFeed's other podcast, Internet Explorer, with Katie and Ryan, two fucking internet weirdos. <laughs> yes, they will make you uncomfortable, but in like a really, really good way. You can find all the shows at BuzzFeed.com slash podcasts and all over iTunes. Hey. I'm so excited. Drunken Debates happens in this episode. Please get into it immediately. Let's start the show. Kevin, what's up? What's up? How, How you doing? You doing? <laughs> Good. What's been going on? How's life? What are you doing? What are you reading? What are you thinking about? What are you writing? Jesus. What is up? I Too want many answers questions. to all of those questions <laughs> in succession, please. Um, okay, so lately, I had this resolution to read more. <laughs> Which it's has not been going well. It's hard. It reading is hard. is hard when you get older <laughs> and you have like jobs and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I had a resolution to read more books by people of color. Like Fubu Ooh. Big Club for us by us books. <laughs> yeah, what if Fubu had had a publishing what company? Fubu had a publishing company? <laughs> like a real book club by Fubu. Anyways, I, I, I self titled it Fubu mm -hmm. Book Club. Fubu is not officially affiliated with this book club. <laughs> Important to say. But one of the books I'm reading is by one of my favorite authors, Eduardo Galliano, and it's called Mirrors. And it's a bunch of like short vignette style. Like, basically, like, origin stories of a bunch of different things. Like? Like, everything from, like, the Great Wall of China to, like, why the sun and the moon have that particular relationship to, like, like dancing or something. You know, like, just the broad swath of, like, human life origin stories for those things. And I, I just feel like I come, I, I come from a culture that has a lot of origin stories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know how there's always, like, some random quote attributed to African proverb. <laughs> yes. I feel like my mom said every single one of those. I just grew up with that kind of like mythological, proverby, fable heavy right. like stories in my life. So I really appreciate these kinds of stories. 
Mm-hmm. I just like don't really know what white people's version of that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have the same thing I had. Right. So I was wondering, hey, maybe I should write them. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, white people's origin stories exist, right? Right. Like, there's Greek mythology. There's yeah. the Bible, depending on how you see the Bible. <laughs> don't tweet at us, Christians. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. Chill out, Christians. We know this. We know this. Yeah. And there are certain things that white origin stories just do not address that I would like answers like for. Like why do white people kiss their dog in the mouth? What are y'all doing? I would love an explanation. The first person to, to do that. Why does that happen? Jesus handles. What's up with that? You know? I just got some questions. Okay. We had some questions. Yeah. All right. I demand answers. Here are five white origin stories that we are very, very pleased to present to you right now. Science has long been used to paint whites as superior to other cultures. In the 1880s, it was believed that white men had an extra layer of skin that made them impervious to cold temperatures. Though it has since been proven false, white men just won't listen, and they still wear shorts in the winter. It is now tradition amongst these people to bequeath onto their sons a pair of winter shorts every holiday season. And that is how white men came to wear shorts in the winter. I feel like I understand white men so much better now. (laughs) You're welcome. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Amazing. Try this one on for size. Why don't you? (laughs) When Achilles, hero of Greek mythology, was mortally wounded in the Trojan War, people harvested his tears and sweat to preserve his immortal strength. When the tears and sweat mixed, it formed into a milky, gelatinous blob. And today, white people eat mayonnaise in tribute to their fallen soldier. (laughs) And that's why white people love them some mayo. Disclaimer, I also like mayo. Real talk, I think everyone likes mayo. Yeah. Also, though, I recently discovered I got some white folks in my family tree, so it makes sense. (laughs) It makes complete sense. Why wouldn't it? All right. Sonia, what you got? There was a man named Johnny Mullet who lived in the hills of West Virginia at the turn of the century. Johnny Mullet nearly lost his life while saving his family from a bear attack in which mm. the hair was shorn from the front of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Just from the front, though. <laughs> it never grew back in the front, but he kept it long in the back. White people now wear this hairstyle, known as the mullet, in tribute to his valor. Wow. And this is why white people wear mullets. <laughs> Don't you feel bad for making fun of white people's mullets now? The 80s were hard for white people. (laughs) (laughs) They did that on purpose. Difficult time. But it was just a tribute to courage and family values. Yeah, it's a difficult time. He got his hair shorn off. Shorn just in the front. Excellent verb, first of all. That was all noble people. (laughs) They are such a noble people. God bless them. Um, Oh, this is my favorite. In white mythology, whites were a persecuted group in the mythical kingdom of Aphronia where they were forced to adopt the dominant group's customs. I can't imagine what that must feel like. Oh, the horror. <laughs> the, the intense horror, the inconvenience of it all. During ceremonial celebrations, white people protested their captivity by refusing to dance on beat to the music played, and they've been dancing off beat ever since. And that is why white people clap <laughs> on the one and the three instead of on the two and the four. Oh, bless I get their it hearts. Now. They're revolutionaries. That's what it is. Okay, the last one. During the age of discovery, in quotation marks, <laughs> during the, a- the so-called age of discovery, there lived a group of religious conservatives called the Harkoners. 
The Harkoners felt so bad about all the carnage and destruction white people caused in their search for spices that they felt too guilty to actually use them. Mm. They launched a widely successful campaign to stop all white people from using them <laughs> that has persisted to this day. Bloop. And that is why white people don't season their food. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> all that guilt just eating them up. And they can't eat their chicken now because it's like <laughs> dry and... <laughs> crusty <laughs> i feel i feel like i understand better yeah. this we, is important we need more of these we need more white christians maybe stories. maybe we should write five more and put it on buzzfeed.com the website listen let's think about it all right maybe, maybe. today i'm very excited we have with us jasmine hughes contributing mm-hmm. editor at the hairpin uh freelancer badass bitch taco lover Queen. Taco enthusiast. Taco I think enthusiast. Was the word. Excuse me. Thank you, Tracy. Thank I was you listening. for coming to bat for I me. I was listening. I gave you Welcome, a Welcome, Jasmine. Mm. Thank you. We're so excited. We're so excited you're here. So you wrote something for the New Republic, which perked our ears a little bit. Is that mm. a phrase? It is. <laughs> so weird because I wrote it down and you read it with your eyes. But okay, keep talking. Let's do it. Ooh. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Don't blame me. Somebody came in here, guns a blazing. The title of this article which is really really great is how many white people does it take to ruin a good joke the gentrification of racial humor interesting fact i did not write that subhead and the g word is what most people okay what most people are mad about is that i'm a black woman with an opinion but secondly a lot of people are mad about my use of gentrification okay let's back up a little all right what do you actually what's your general point in your article general point in the article is that sort of socially conscious especially people who like to use social media like Twitter and Tumblr to sort of advocate for sort of things, uh, white people mm-hmm. will make white jokes, uh, will make self-deprecating white jokes about how like silly or ridiculous or foolish or outlandish white people are mm-hmm. um, under the guise of like trying to be empathetic towards the struggle that people of color face every day. Mm-hmm. And the point of the article is that that's not doing anything. Like, I get it. And like... <laughs> Thank you, but also no thank you, because that's basically what you're doing is you're just proving how great it is to be white, which is something I already know. Right. You do not need to right. remind me. What a sermon. So in researching this article, I spent a lot of time on Twitter and Tumblr searching for like white people be like, mm-hmm. which is my favorite thing. And some of the jokes that I had in the article were like, one of them was white people be like, 40 degrees Fahrenheit is the perfect weather to wear basketball shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> and we just learned why they do that. You just learned why. <laughs> Thank you. For centuries I've been learning. I've been wondering. Uh, another one is, white people be like, I'm not just white. I'm 22% Irish, 18% German, 28% Italian, 30% French, 2% milk. Because <laughs> you know, every time you have a conversation about racial backgrounds with white people, they want to tell you down to the percentage <laughs> point too. where they came They're from. They're special too, guys. It's just like the European Union. I'm like, I already know. <laughs> I know that it exists. I know that's a thing. So those these jokes are prevalent and they're funny, and but they also serve as sort of a bomb for people of color to deal with like the racial injustices and just the straight up can I swear? Yes, can I swear? please. Right, yeah. The bullshit <laughs> that we deal with every day. So, But then I started searching more and I found all these jokes by white people mm-hmm. about white people and those jokes were not as funny. Hmm. Those jokes were things like white people be like, Taco Bell is too spicy. Mm. Cricket, not, bad, cricket. not bad. Firstly, no. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, Really? Um, 
Another one of these jokes was, most of the Patagonia pullovers are sold out onto next fall. Hashtag white people problems. <laughs> yeah, what? Man, it must suck to be white. <laughs> I think sometimes I can identify the white people making white people be like jokes on Tumblr because sometimes they stick the B everywhere. Like Listen, they don't even know how to use it. They're like, white people be like, with this at the bus be like be like just yes. bees everywhere whenever white people do especially racist white people when they do impressions of black people they uh, overuse what is called the perpetual bee yes. right and like it's Take always us to like, school tracy yeah, yeah, right. so, speak on it linguist. So, <laughs> the perpetual bee mm-hmm. is like when somebody says um man i be going to sleep every night when i get home or whatever it doesn't mean that when i get home tonight i'm going to sleep tonight when i get home tonight it means that when I get home, typically, mm-hmm. I usually go to sleep, like, perpetually. Right. White people have no concept of this. <laughs> so when they do impressions of us, it's like, yo, homie, we be going to get some KFC tonight. And that's not uh, Tracy, how that's it a works. really good impression of a black person. <laughs> it's a good impression of a white person doing an impression of a black person. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it drives me so crazy. I'm like, listen, if you're going to make, if you're going to impersonate us, like, do some research like try try yeah people who do that don't even try so that is a very good way to tell when white people are on the internet pretending to be black people making white people jokes (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the thing is that these white people weren't trying to be offensive they were trying to show off that like uh you see a lot of these tumblr posts that say like even white people are really sick of white people and i'm like but you're Mm -hmm. still white (laughs) right you're still enjoying all these and you're still enjoying all these privileges and you making this, I don't know, 20-word text post on Tumblr isn't doing anything. Right. As sick of you are white people, you're not really doing anything. Right. Out in the I world think this is summarized it. really well by that one Tumblr quote. The one post Tumblr quote. quote. Can you please read Would this you like incredible me work of art? <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's the best part of the article and I even write it. That's fine. <laughs> they can take down my whole thing and just write this. The Tumblr post goes as such. White people be like, white people be like, but they be the white people that white people be like, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation uh, point, because it is the truth. <laughs> it's 100% true. <laughs> so that is my article. Um, it went up on the New Republic on Friday night, and by Saturday, I had several Facebook messages from very angry white people. I wanted to ask you what the response has been like. Um, The response by... You know, what is unfortunately termed as media Twitter, we all know it exists, has been really positive. But um, yeah, the racists, unsurprisingly, <laughs> the did racists not like it. Really the racists it, huh? were like, oh, no, thank you. I got a handful <laughs> of Facebook messages calling me like the B word and the C word and a racist N word, which is like not a thing. Wow. I mean, I can't be a racist. No. Also, can I you, can't do can that. you call someone else a racist <laughs> while using why a racist you, episode? Why are you being racist? <laughs> so what are the types of white people jokes white people say that like irritate you the most in your life? Like when you encounter them? I think all white people jokes are inherently about the privileges that white people have over people of color. But mm-hmm. the ones that I guess elevate um, a socioeconomic status over everything that are about like Jake Crew or Patagonia <laughs> or like I forgot to get the yacht or like my dad got me a Mercedes instead of like a Fiat. I don't even know cars. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not white. <laughs> so why did you write this in the first place? Was there an inciting incident? <laughs> no, they asked me to. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. They thought of me. I felt very like 
Like, I don't know, this is how Beyonce feels? I was like, okay. (laughs) Um, Well, actually, it sort of turned into, they asked you to write something slightly different. I don't remember, but the conversation we had, I was talking a lot about the teens, because I love teens. In, like, a nice way, like, not in an R. Kelly way. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jasmine, Jesus. That took a turn. (laughs) Can you send up a flare before you send an actual (laughs) shot next time? Because that was not right. I was not prepared. (laughs) Anyways, go on. You love the teens. I love the teens, but I had been seeing this white people be like tag especially um become continually reappropriated by white people mm-hmm. and be used as a tool of self-deprecation and i was just genuinely wondering if people of color who like not even consider themselves funny as a profession who just like want to be funny on the internet just because it's fun mm-hmm. were annoyed by that um so this is sort of what i set out to find out and I came at it as a humorist because one time I wrote a shout and remember was the New Yorker. It's no big deal. I'm just very funny now. <laughs> Huge deal. Um, You're the shit, basically. But I actually talked to like real comedians like involved with UCB and such. And it was just and the woman I spoke to, Keisha Zolar, made this really cogent point that like no one's saying that white people can't make these jokes. But you have to know what you're doing. And if you think that you're making these jokes mm. and helping, you're not. That's it. So what are the best or most appropriate times for white people to make white people jokes. One of the examples I use in the article is a joke by Louis C.K., who, like, for all the people who called me racist, like, Louis C.K. is the ultimate white man, and I end my article saying that, like, he did a good job, so... Mm-hmm. Nope, doesn't Check count. The receipts. <laughs> Check the receipts. <laughs> um, and there's a quote from Louis C.K. that I think was really good that says, I'm not saying that white people are better, but I'm saying that... Being white is clearly better. Who could even argue? I'm a white man. You can't even hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. What could you really call a white man that really digs deep? Hey, cracker? Like, oh, <laughs> ruin my day. Bring me back to owning land and people. What a <laughs> And I thought that was a really good joke because he was just so conscious of his privilege and still like made jabs at himself and at, at his self and at his culture. And that's the key, right? Is really being aware of the privilege that you carry when exactly. you're commenting on like a really, really awful, terrible, oppressive system that yeah. you benefit from. You I know? don't know if Louis C.K. does that always. There are some mm-hmm. jokes he's done. Where I'm like, no, but that was really mm-hmm. perceptive and I was like very yeah. surprised but this is like to hear from Solid, him. excellent white yeah. people joke. Yeah. And also to answer his question, the thing that you can call white people that will really, really hurt them. <laughs> We all know. We Let's all get know. together. <laughs> Racist. Oh my God. That's it. That is Racist the white, to white people kryptonite. is the N word to black people. It really is. You cannot call a white person a single worse thing than <laughs> me calling them That's racist. It. The best white people telling white people jokes is when they're saying something that is politically useful to me. Right. So, an example, I don't even mean politically like in a big way. An example is Neil Brennan, the, the white co creator of the, the Dave Chappelle show. Mm hmm. So you already know there's a lot going on there. <laughs> Did not know that he existed. Okay. He does exist. He has a podcast, which is interesting. We'll talk about that later. Maybe not. <laughs> um, but he has this joke about, he talks about it on the podcast, where he's saying, like, the average, com- take the average comedian of, like, 15 years has been putting in work. And, like, the average black person in America, if you go to that average black person, they'll be way funnier than the white comedian. Hmm. Which is true. (laughs) (laughs) Like, comedy comes from struggle. Like, you can't really make rich, textured, smart humor if you have no struggle. So my point is that 
it's useful for me for Neil Brennan to make that joke. If I had said the average black human in America is way funnier than a, a fifteen-year <laughs> white paid comedian. white comedian, like people would just look at me like I'm crazy. It would have no weight to it, and white, white people, people would importantly, you crazy. yeah, they would look at me mm-hmm. like I was crazy. But for Neil Brennan to say it, it carries a lot of weight. Racist white people are never going to listen to a person of color say anything, anything yeah. ever at all, right? So, like, if you're racist, I'm, there's nothing I can I can do to change your mind. But right. Louis C.K. like low key is saying we live in a white supremacist society, yeah. yeah. So, so like, oh, people are going to listen to him. Yeah. So maybe if I said that, it'd be like, like oh, mm-hmm. angry black Here's one. another one. Still complaining. Just right. get over it. And Louis C.K. now, I'm like, I don't know, with his balding head and his right. beer belly, it's just like, huh. He's that guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He knows a thing or two about yeah. racism. We put that in your mouth. So this was absolutely fantastic. Jasmine, you yeah. are a breast. Thank you for having me. Give me life. A ray of sunshine. Is there anything that you want to plug? You guys want to shout out? Listen to me. Sip the rest of this strong <laughs> ass margarita. Go, go. I don't have anything I want to plug. What's your I Twitter? Follow Jasmine. Everybody follow Jasmine on Twitter. I run a small, humble hair accessory review site called Hairpin. And my Twitter is... Jazzloon. Jazzloon is an album that you can only find in like Amazon and garage sales and white people towns. <laughs> that is like really bad elevator, like Kenny G jazz interspersed with bird calls. Look that shit up. That's me. That's where that comes from. I didn't mean to gasp. I didn't make so that up. There is an album called Jazz Loon. There's and also Classical Loon. Do you own it? What is a loon? Oh, Loon is in the bird. It's Loon is in the bird. I don't know. It is just saxophone and a... I can't is do it an a actual bird. loon? Yeah. All right, anyways. very specific about our bird. <laughs> Follow Jasmine at Jazzed Loon. Oh my God, I have a great idea. What's that, Tracy? <laughs> so we're about to do this brand new thing, which is potentially an awful idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad dr- I'm here for that. Called Drunken Debates. We would love it if you would Since stay. Since you're already drunk. Since <laughs> already <laughs> drunk. Would you like to stay on and be our arbiter we're in gonna this need discussion? A referee. I would be honored. Thank I plan you. on getting real belligerent. So we're going to need. Let's do we this. We need like a, a judge a and referee. referee. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. This is where the air hordes come in. <laughs> <laughs> So I used to play this game with my little sister. So she probably would have been like, I don't know, seven, eight. And then I would have been like 16. So high schooler and like that is so elementary cute. school. That is so we played this game called Random Debates. Aww. And the whole game was you took two random things and you just debated it. Like, like which one is better? Yeah. So it would be like rabbits indoors like straight up absurdist <laughs> debates <laughs> so a game you could play with a kid but also would still entertain like a high school student these like these were just little games we played with each other so i was like that was a lot of fun <laughs> let's do this as adults with drinks <laughs> so for drunken debates we got a lot of tequila <laughs> i maintain that i'm not drunk which probably means that uh, I am. she is <laughs> i don't think i am so though. we got some tequila 
and we, we put have, we got a lot of tequila. some random nouns into our proverbial hat, which is just a Kleenex box that yes. we've all used because it's cold as fuck in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and we've all used that box. Anyways, so we put all of these random topics into this box. I don't know if you can hear it. The possible choices were mangoes, squirrels, <laughs> abs as in abdominal muscles, <laughs> line dances, pickles, male strippers, teens and popcorn and of those things we got male strippers and teens <laughs> alright this is the point of the debate Tracy let's see I those know, rhetorical right. skills right. Jasmine is here as our tipsy arbiter but Slash. not as drunk, I'm, drunk. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not even done with my drink she's is only had one, one drink number oh, one I'm afraid to talk right now because I'm drunk the, you're talking very good <laughs> <laughs> Very well, I think she means. I mean, good. <laughs> so, okay, so three minutes each. Three? Go. Okay. <clears throat> Who starts? This All right, okay, you start. Okay, go. Let's go. Male strippers are better than teens because teens are awful. Male strippers are just trying to support their families. They're nice to look at, even Whoa. if they are gross. <laughs> what? They're doing what they have to do. And some women like them. Yay, women, pleasure, empowerment, all that shit. Okay, first of all, teens, we were all them once. <laughs> we have to support the teens. We were all angsty ones. They come up with some of the most beautiful ideas. They are at a time when nothing in the world has truly gotten to them yet. Oh Most God. teens are impervious to the, to the harsh, cruel world <laughs> that is adult <laughs> life. We have to protect that energy. They have something that is akin to a natural resource. <sighs> okay, no, because <laughs> as much positive energy or whatever that teens have they have a bunch of negative bullshit that they bring to the table they're moody they're angsty you can't tell them anything they have poor decision making skills there's a part of their brain that is not developed enough so a lot of them become like spree killers and shit school shooting wait what all done <laughs> by teenagers you cannot Whoa. tell me name one male stripper that has ever shot up a school <laughs> You can't do it. Male strippers are like, I gotta get you know, this money. I didn't, I didn't want to get negative, but let's oh, go there. Let's go there. Let's do I it. I didn't want to even invoke male strippers, let's but let me do it. rebuttal. Rebuttal. Let's rebuttal. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> male strippers. I'm nervous. How? TikTok, we only have. How much we have one minute? There has never minute, been an experience long. where people were just like, you know what I want? Just like a male stripper Untrue. to be here. <laughs> Untrue. You are wrong. Here is why. I have been to a show, an all-male review, if you will. And how was it? It was terrifying for me because I'm not exactly. into that. However, however, I was in some... What do you mean you're not into that? You're into men. I'm if you're very into, into men, men and male strippers don't do it for you, how can that be a good thing? Because not all men are male strippers. All male strippers are men, but I, not all men are male strippers. <laughs> I I'm into the male strippers, not male strippers. <laughs> However, this is important. I don't know how okay. much time I have. I've all right. been to an all male review. I was not into it, but every other female in this seedy ass basement in Kentucky. Uh huh. What? Girl, I got to tell this story one day. No, one day. They were very into it. Like all the gross shit they were doing, the women were just like, yes. And they were all like in their 30s. And you could tell that some of them had kids. And like this was just their time to be themselves without being judged, without being slut shamed. They were like, yes, I want to see this well built man. In a in a crop top, <laughs> in a crop top football jersey with fringe, I want to see him. That sounds horrible. Just doing just all kind of weird you know things. I'm they were here for it. male strippers. 
I don't. I'm not trying to. That means I won. Their work, You're here from those strippers. But they were teens once, and <laughs> they <laughs> needed to be supported. Support their energy. <laughs> support their face. <laughs> I can't do that. Support. Anymore. It was good. I thought it was good. Okay. Support so the people. They will it's been become. Three minutes. Okay. And my what is my like decision? I mean, Although Tracy lost approximately five million points for saying words, not all men. I heard, <laughs> that. I heard that. Please edit this out. I don't want this to be my legacy. Tracy does win for her male strippers. Oh, what? <laughs> all male strippers were teens once, as she rightfully yes! pointed out. Yes. What? Did you rightfully point that out? out. <laughs> as Captain rightfully pointed out, so you were working for the other team. Oh, That's shit. what Shonda Rhyme oh, shirt. I feel bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not accept this. <laughs> so what the judge says goes. You know what? Damn it, Jasmine. Fine, let's I will go. move on. All right, all right. Next round. Let's Next go. Next round. Let's, let's go. go. I got. Ugh, popcorn. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> What'd you I get? got squirrels. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows that if there's one thing I want to eradicate off the face of this earth is squirrels. All right, let's see. Let's go. Uh, you have what? Popcorn. I love popcorn. <laughs> I popcorn. You are eight <laughs> seconds into your debate. All right, yeah, right. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. Kevin, go. All right, popcorn. So let me paint a picture. <laughs> you're, at, picture girl. you're at the movies. Right. You're at home. It doesn't you're, matter where you are. If you're watching a movie and just like kicking it with friends, you just want like good food for that mood. For and you your go just, for popcorn? Yeah. Popcorn <laughs> is excellent, excellent light fare for that experience. Okay. Popcorn is cool. However, squirrels <laughs> are all about this whole business of keeping the earth together. <laughs> Squirrels are like, I gotta repopulate all these trees and shit. So let me take these acorns (laughs) and plant them everywhere so that more trees grow. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. But think about the origin of popcorn. All right, you got this dumbass, like, yellow-ass seed shit. (laughs) And it turns into this fluffy, weirdly textured, but still interestingly buttered food. It goes on this incredible metamorphosis. Incredible what? <laughs> incredible metamorphosis. It goes on an incredible metamorphosis. This is like some straight up like caterpillar to butterfly shit. We have an incredible food amongst us. Right. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. I will give you that. However, mm-hmm. nothing is worse than when you get a bag of microwavable popcorn, mm-hmm. put it in the microwave. You let it run for the whole two minutes or whatever. Okay. Finishes. Half of your bag, half of your shit is just a little bitty hard kernels <laughs> that you can't eat. What do you do okay, with the rest of the kernels? That sounds like a personal plot. Do you know what a squirrel? <laughs> do you know what a squirrel would do? What a squirrel would be like? Okay, I see these little seeds. I'm gonna put them in the ground. I'm gonna plant them. I'm gonna create a resource for okay. other people to use. And I hear what you're good. saying, but if we're gonna talk about what squirrels do, oh shit, let's talk about the average human just hanging out in a park. Enjoying their time. Okay. Perhaps hanging with a loved one. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe. And out of nowhere comes this squirrel with no couth. (laughs) Uncouth squirrel. No boundaries. (laughs) They're just all up in your business, taking your snacks, taking your chips, climbing over everything, and then not scared of you. Perhaps the worst park animal. I will suggest that this is a problem for people in big cities. Little country squirrels, they don't want none of you. 
They don't. They don't want is no problems. That true? They don't want these issues. They're not trying to get them hands. Well, I suggest New York squirrels. They don't care. That's a problem I suggest... with New York, not the squirrels. <laughs> I think the judge is trying to make a decision, and that might have been. That was actually a human being, and not like a truck going by. <laughs> if you can believe it. It's been three minutes. Okay. That one, without a doubt, eight seconds in, like I ah. reprimanded you for, went to heaven, you got you. <gasps> yes. You started off saying that you hated squirrels. <laughs> That's not fair. I hate them, but I still debate it. It's about not you. Ooh. Debate is not about Ooh. you. Damn. Don't make me drink a margarita before coming to the podcast again. <laughs> you gave up before you even started. I didn't give up. Um, and then sometimes uh, you acquiesce to some of Trey's and to some of Heaven's points. You were like, terrible. you are right. You said okay. you are right. <laughs> I said that out loud. Because I did. she was right. I didn't mean to say it out loud. No, I it did. was 100% right. Okay. Okay. You were okay, eating then. popcorn before? Because right. it's delicious. I, I think popcorn. we have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> for one more. Okay. All right. All right. This last right. round, we are pressed for time, so it's only going to be one minute. Timekeeper, you ready? Okay. I have mangoes. Heaven, what you got? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love mangoes, let me just say. What'd you I got? have pickles. Oh, All right, shit. Let's go. Okay. Mangoes are obviously more delicious than pickles. Mangoes are sweet. Mangoes are tropical. Mangoes make you feel like you're on a, on a motherfucking beach, no matter where you are. They're but great. Let me, They're let me talk to you about pickles, though. Tell me about pickles. So we go from the cucumber. <laughs> Put in a little thyme, a little vinegar, and like... <laughs> pickling substances and then we get to the pickle there is a reason every sandwich in america comes with a pickle on the side nobody wants to eat vinegar everybody wants to eat so why isn't the side of every sandwich white people guess what else is on the side of your sandwich racism (laughs) you didn't ask for that either but you got it listen does that mean that racism is great and good and delicious no it just means that it's there and you got to deal with it like everything else in your life as a black woman you have no you say. cannot say white people have a monopoly on cucumbers and pickles yes you can white people also <laughs> oh, dang, dang it's already been a minute, it's been a minute. Mm. that was really rough yeah, it was intense it was. It was, it was very intense. intense. Okay, but what's the what's the rule then? What's, what's the rule? I feel like we gotta go with mangoes. Hey! You know what? I'm not even hey! mad. Hey! Say what? Then you wouldn't rather have a mango than a pickle. I Any fucking hate pickles. <laughs> pickles are nasty. I live for mangoes. I'm incensed that I had to defend them. But that's the beauty of debate: debating shit that you don't care about. <laughs> it's not about you. It's, it's not about you. You know what, Jasmine? You're right. Pickles. You're right, Jasmine. That's Thank true. you so much you for being our judge. You didn't even bring up Nikki's pickle juice. If you would have brought up uh, the pickle juice, uh, I don't right. even know what that means. I fucked up. I would have had nothing to say. Mm. Anyways, thank mm. you so much, Jasmine. Thank you for being our judge. You are a very stern yet fair judge, and yes. I respect you. We really you. appreciate that. Because I eat a lot of mangoes. Also, I won, so we're still good. <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> we still have All right. Thank you so much, Jasmine. Ah! Who are we buying around for this week? And just a reminder our buy around segment is just. People, things, places that are just making us happy, giving us life. We just, just stuff we're into. The tip of the hat, if you will. <laughs> um, I would love to buy around four fine ass, sexy ass Stephen Colbert with this uh, new beard. Yes. Oh my what god. What is he doing to me? <laughs> what? Um, Stephen Colbert, if you're listening, please come on our show with yes. that beard. Yes. Listen. Email us. 
at another round. You look great, sir. <laughs> we also think you're like smart to win stuff. But you know, However, whatever. <laughs> Did you know his middle name? <laughs> I do. His I do. middle name is Tyrone. He. How have I loved this man for so long? And not, known, and not known his middle name is Tyrone. Obviously, my love for this man is deeper than yours is because I've been new. All right, his listen, name was don't Tyrone. do that. Let's not do this. Let's okay. not fight. Not now. Not right here. Not, not in front right of now. the children. All right. So anyway, in conclusion, that's is this who you're also buying around for? I mean, I can slip him a shot if he wants. <laughs> Ooh, but I am buying double on town. Don't do this, Tracy. <laughs> so I just caught up on Fresh Off the Boat. Mm-hmm. We should probably talk about this on the podcast. I should probably watch it so we can you talk about it on the definitely watch it. I will. But I really like it. Like, I was a little bit nervous. And there's one person in particular who I think easily steals the show. And that is the mom, Constance Wu. She slays. Mm. Like, she has this deadpan delivery. There's, like, this, like, gaggle of white moms that, like, approach <laughs> her in the suburb. And she's just like, oh, this shit. <laughs> and she just... I I... I love that character so much. There's not really any characters like her on TV. Hmm. And she's just doing it so well. And recently I learned she's 26. What? She's a mother of three on the show, which is wild that a 26-year-old woman is doing it. I mean, it's possible, but right. a little wild. Mm-hmm. But she's just such a like, delight on the show. I'm just like, girl, when I see you at the bar, <laughs> around on me. Got it. You are slaying right now. I'm so, so happy for her. So around you- for Constance Wu. You look for Constance. I'm going to be at the bar. Listen, we can do both. (laughs) Don't make me choose. I really really think you should just stay focused. You know, you don't do do this. You You can't have Colbert to yourself. We did it again. <laughs> we made it through. Thank you so much for hanging in there with us. Shouts to Heaven for being a fantastic co-host. Aww. Yay. Hey, shouts shout to Jasmine. To oh, shout out to me too, girl. Thank you. <laughs> so nice. Shout out to Jasmine for stopping by and blessing us with her presence yes. and her knowledge. Shouts to Jennifer getting everybody far too drunk. And for... just being an overall dope producer who keeps our conversation yes, in too. check. <laughs> yay, Jenna, yay. And for getting us dope drinks. Yes. And to Julia, who is not here, but she's here in our hearts. Dope producer as well. This episode of Another Round featured music from the incredible Don Will of Tanya Morgan. Please follow him on Twitter at Don Will. And you can reach us, as usual, on Facebook, on Twitter, and email us at anotherround at BuzzFeed.com. Yes. And I'd like to thank my mama and also God. (laughs) I'm too drunk. Don't put this in the episode.